Listener Production. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulukut Wulan clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, Hello there. Hello. You've been caught out. What? The gotcha moment. Why? Your jumper gotcha. What? Where Seth are you going is wearing this? a turtleneck oh. thick jumper. Yes, I've done the one thing that you shouldn't and do. doesn't have a office appropriate top underneath. Yes. And now you can't take your jumper off. Yes. And I do this all the time. This is this is what happens when you first come into winter. Yeah. You're not quite ready to remember how to dress for winter yet and you forget that yeah. these woolen turtlenecks are yes. not good for the office all day when you... I I, unless you're freezing in the snow, yeah. wear something under your turtleneck. They're really warm. Yeah. Yeah. So we have aircon on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll make and sure everyone freezes today in the and office. And it's 20 so degrees to... as we record this. And like, let me be clear as well. When Laura says office appropriate, you can wear whatever the heck you wear, no, right? sorry. But for me, the particular singlet that I've decided to go with under my turtleneck today is extremely low on both the front and the side yes. and I don't have a bra on. And it's also kind of skin colour. So it's like, it's really leaving it's nothing bit, up to the A bit nudy. <laughs> Anyway, moving right along. Thank you. Today's episode Mm -hmm. is a double segmenter. Cool. (laughs) So what we are talking about is toxic wellness rules Mm -hmm. or the rules that made the biggest impact on us when we were both going through a time when we hadn't rebuilt our relationship with food and exercise. Yeah. And we've also opened up our kick mail. Yeah. And... We're going to go through some of it, which when we say kick mail, it's not what you sent in the mail, it's what you sent through our kickpod Insta. <laughs> but before we get into our double segmento mm-hmm. episode, we have got a kick update for you. We are doing Mindful in May at kick. <laughs> wow. I don't know why I sounded like a robot. <laughs> Mindful in May. To help you reduce stress and promote calm in your mind. And we can all put aside five minutes in our day to be more mindful. So that is the way that we are celebrating mindfulness in May. And it's a good, May is the time of the year. When you need to when be the mindful. Freshness, <laughs> the freshness of the start of the year has worn right off. Yeah. It is getting into the colder months. Yeah. All these things we said we were going to do to look after our mind. Usually we forget about them and life gets in the way. So it's a good time to reset on it. Like for example, medit- I get in really good stages with guided meditation where mm. I do two a week-ish and that's really good for me. Mm. Haven't done it for a while mm. because I keep putting other things before it. So it's going to be a reset for me and I'm very excited. I've been out of routine as well and you're right. It's a very, very good way to kick back into it. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. What? You said kick back into it. Oh. How many I'm... coffees have we had this morning? <laughs> Not enough. Just one. Just one and I, I got woken up by Dalton at 2.30am and didn't go back to sleep till 6. So I am so maybe a little like bit a silly. delirious overtiredness. Mm. Sorry, Lewis, can I just jump in? Why was Dalton waking you up at 2.30am? He fucking went out. But he had a work presentation what? last night. He fucking went he out. He fucking went he out. He got home at 2.07. <laughs> And it was so annoying. I was so oh annoyed. My God. I full so told him funny. off this morning. 
Seth said I was too mean. Well, I told her Did she you- was too mean, Mandy, because she, they're going away this weekend. And she says, no, you know why? Because this will affect him for days and we're going to go for a run and he's going to want to oh, stop running yeah. and yeah. then I'm going to have to stop running. The reason he's not he's not going to stop the run because he's tired. Dalton has really bad vertigo, which is a really bad thing to have. It is and really it's really bad. debilitating for yes, him. And it is. it is very hard mm-hmm. on him. And I know the thing that doesn't help vertigo. Is drinking. Is drinking mm-hmm. and staying, and staying out late. Yes. He worked until 1am on Thursday night, so he had very little sleep, sorry, Wednesday night. Yeah. I said to him on Thursday afternoon, I know you have a dinner tonight that's really important, but know your limits, okay? <laughs> we both know what they are and you should know them because we've got a flight on yeah. Friday night. Yeah, and flying's flying also not that great vertigo. for vertigo. Yeah. And just and for he- people listening, it's Friday today that we're recording. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're not like, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> And so he, the flight will also impact him. Yes. So it's like two late nights. Yeah. I've probably had quite a few wines last so night. Morning, I would assume. What did you say to him? Mate. <laughs> I said, mate, this is, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. That's what I said. And you said to me, I'm not even going to feel sorry for him because it's self-inflicted. <laughs> That's and I'm, the thing. It's going to affect so my run. So when we're running, because with vertigo, you can get off balance. Yeah. And then he, we have he to, stop. to stop. Yeah. And I'm just going to be sad because Byron Bay is my favourite place to run. And <laughs> you I'm can still be run. sitting on the side <laughs> of the road. Well, you can still run. I feel like the <laughs> only I feel time, bad leaving. The yeah. only time I get upset at my husband, Mike, when he's gone out is if it affects me, like you said. <laughs> like if he wakes me up and he's loud and whatever and then I have a shit sleep because of him. Yeah. Totally. Um, and I can imagine if you have a kid, if they're just a piece of shit the next day and they don't help you or anything with your kid, that's when it's like you can crack it. But if it's literally just not affecting you whatsoever, which, Laura, I'm going to say, this doesn't really <laughs> does. affect you because your it run does. will still be your run without exactly. him there. If, if no, before he's run, affect he's, me. let him have his night. Let him have his me. vertigo. I want him to be happy and he's not happy when <laughs> no, he has vertigo. And he's, don't. He has, don't. Do you want no. him to... Don't try to pull this around. He will don't probably try not pull be this around. You want him to but, be happy, but you're yelling at him. So he's no. <laughs> I just, I just know how he feels so good when he's not having vertigo, and he's just he's self-inflicted it, and I am disappointed. And you want to go on your run uninterrupted? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's get into today's podcast. Lawsy, there are so many toxic wellness rules that pop up in both the wellness and fitness industry. What is a toxic wellness rule? Let me get into it. There are <laughs> Sorry, many. did I go to... And <laughs> I jumped straight in. You were getting there. Apologies. Before we get into it, I do want to say some of the stuff that we'll be talking through could be quite triggering if you've been someone who has maybe followed one of these rules and it's let you down in ways that we're going to discuss. Um, you might have had trouble with eating disorders. There'll be mention of that. So just be mindful going into this segment. So... We have both lived by a couple, I would say, over the years. And the thing that I've learned through discussing it with you and now since our community as well is that there are actually so many and they're so ridiculous. And so we came to you and asked what some of the toxic wellness rules that you've lived by are. And so some, for example, are things like a minute on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. Oh, that one makes me sick. Yeah. Horrible. Or nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Oh, that's just, yeah. You know? So these are the kind of things, what we're talking about are those things that you hear in the the space that's supposed to inspire you and motivate you to live a healthier lifestyle. These rules, these barriers that they put up that you have to live by in order to feel good, which more often than not don't end up making you feel I don't even think they're in order to feel good. I would say they're really all about look a certain certain way. way. Yeah, 100%. And I would say that the rules that I've lived by in the past have all had appearance as like the outcome that you're searching for. Um, so we're going to talk today about something that we lived by. And they're the things, yeah, they're the things that 
or I suppose the rules, as you said, mm. that the diet industry packages up yeah. as wellness. Yeah. But they're actually extremely toxic yeah. and hor- hor- like so bad for yeah. our mental health. So for you, Sophie, you're about to go into it. Mm. What was the rule for you mm. that has had the most impact on you and maybe was, I suppose, a triggering point for your um, relationship with food and exercise changing? Yeah, for sure. So um, there was multiple during that time that, you know, we've, we've spoken so many times about on this podcast, um, particularly when I was living overseas by myself, um, was possibly my lowest point when it came to the, the way I looked at food and exercise. There was probably multiple rules I tried to follow at the same time. And that's almost like the worst of it is when you try and do multiple of them because some of them are, you know, go against each other. So it doesn't really leave you with much of a life. But one particularly that was sparked when I first got over into New York because my agency literally told me this as a rule and then I just wanted to do anything in my power to please them and I believed everything they had to say, even though it was someone who is not in the health space whatsoever, Mm -hmm. was to cut out strength training. And the way that they put it to me was, your measurements are too big, you've got too much muscle, you need to just go do hot yoga and long walks and that's it. You need to like lose all your muscle to get to the measurements that you need to do. And I was really taken back by that because strength training was something that I enjoyed and I really liked the feeling of feeling strong, but I also just wanted to be skinnier and that was my goal at the time. That's what I wanted, that's what I wanted to do and so I believed everything that they said. They also threw in some other dietary rules, but I think that the training one was the hardest for me because I'd always had such a really good relationship with moving my body. Throughout school, it was all about team sports and just loving exercise. And then when I left school, it was about, okay, I'm not doing team sports anymore. How can I still move my body? And it was a, I had a really good relationship with it. So I think that's why it's the rule that upsets me the most is because it really changed the way I looked at exercise and why I was moving my body and fully changed it into, okay, you only need to move in ways that is going to get you this particular physical outcome, even if you don't enjoy it. Suck the joy out of it. Totally, totally. And and also make you like afraid. Like I was afraid of like doing certain exercises or holding too much weight because, or getting too strong because of the way it was going to make me look. Anyway, so for a while I lived by that and I wouldn't pick up a dumbbell bigger than like 1.5 because I was so scared to get bulky and I was suddenly like so insecure about my bum and my like hips measurement and everything like that because that is somewhere where I put on muscle very quickly, just how my body composition is and genetically. So I was scared of strength training for a really long time and I think anyone that follows me and knows me well knows that I love strength training now and I have a really good relationship with it And I've also realized that it's actually really hard to get bulky. Like that rule of strength training makes you bulky, which is a rule that came up quite a bit in our survey that we did with our community as well, which was hard to read for me as well. It was really sad to see because not only is it completely tied to an aesthetic Mm. thing or goal, but it's also made a lot of women scared of strength training because I mean, we've been told that we can't be bulky. But if we think about the gym, like in a normal gym that yeah. you go to, and it is it is slowly it is changing, getting better. But yeah. the weight section is very much filled with men. Oh, and yeah. the cardio section is very much filled with women yeah. because of these. And you're right. It's like if you Someone's do one strength, us, yeah. honestly, I was the same. I believe that if I did one strength session, like with a dumbbell, yeah. high, bigger than 1.5 kilos, I'd get all muscle. If, if only if it was that easy to if get only that it muscle, was that easy. I would love that. <laughs> And being strong and muscly is amazing. That's the thing is like, even if you do have the body type that 
you know, you don't have to put in all of this effort and like continuously go up with weights and pump yourself with protein and carbs and all that sort of stuff to actually build muscle and get bulky if that's your like actual goal or whatever. There's actually a lot of work that goes into Mm. that. But even if you have got a body type that does put on muscle easily, that's also nothing to be ashamed of or scared of. Like our bodies can look however they want to look, you know, whether you want that or not. It's just, I think it's it's not about that. It's not about how they look. It's not about how they look. It's like you enjoy enjoy strength training. Strength training is really good for our actual health, like in terms of our heart health. Absolutely. Our building muscle Longevity is very, very, very important. In how my body will be exactly and work right. and function. It's very, very, very... Even in yeah. terms of their studies around dementia and doing strength and resistance training helps decrease, yeah. can decrease the, the risk of getting it in life. Yeah. So there's, there's so there's many so health many. benefits. 100%. And it's about how you feel. So it's not about... It, it's that rule has yeah. really packaged that it, the reason you choose training is yeah. based on the way that you will look. Yeah. But that is not the outcome. You do what you, feels good for you. 100%. 100%. And it's funny because it's always... Been been, for me, that that was the reason why I was so scared of the rule was because of aesthetic reason. And, and I mean, it even ties back to my childhood. I mean, even when I was a teenager, I had abs and I envied the likes of J-Lo or Shakira and, you know, how they had these beautiful like hips and that that's, you know, the grass is always greener, right? With whatever body type you have, you always like envy different mm. parts of someone else's body who has something different. And as a kid, I thought I looked like a little boy. You know, I was very like flat chested, very straight up and down abs. And I thought I had like a little boy's stomach. I even tried to get a belly ring because I thought it was going to make me look, <laughs> you still look like J-Lo. I do, I still have the whole thing. <laughs> doesn't go away, does it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I was kind of insecure even as a kid for being muscly. But then I got over it and then it kind of came back when this agent told me this, that it was like a problem that I looked strong. <laughs> So it's, yeah, it, it's it's just a shame that it was something that affected me for so long that I put off moving my body in a way that actually makes me feel the mm. best. It makes me feel the best. And I'm so glad that I'm in a stage now where I've gotten back to loving it regardless of what happens, what physical changes happen in my body. Mm. So, yeah, if anyone's kind of gone through that or or might actually be listening and being like, you know what, I'm I've been like terrified to go up a weight. Like maybe you're following one of our programs and you're feeling like you're getting stronger, but because of this rule and because you've been yeah. told that like women like shouldn't get bulky or all these things, you've been like actually fearful of going up a weight. Don't be. Like if you want to progress in strength, like don't let the fear of getting bulky stop you from doing that if that's something that you're interested in. Absolutely. Mm. And when I was thinking about mine, mm. I think, I mean, I totally related to, to the one. Yeah. It's, it's so just, there's so many of them. Yeah, it's that a shame when you think orbit about it. And like, they I just come in and I they seep in. Exactly. Yeah. And I think for me, it was the biggest one that affected me was about carbs. And mm. honestly. I remember. If you go on Pinterest, years. carbs are the enemy. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. literally what every quote yeah. says. Yeah. And even now, like sometimes on my TikTok page, I'm getting people, you know, popping up saying like, Here's a better version of bread because bread's unhealthy. It's like there is nothing wrong with bread. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with oats. Mm. There is nothing wrong with pasta or mm. pizza or carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Carbohydrates are a food group that we need yeah. to function. Carbs yeah. give us energy. Yeah. We need energy to live. Yeah. Especially yeah. for me as someone who runs heaps. Yeah. Like that's something that's really, really important, right? Yeah, for sure. But the social media in particular... Because when we started, like, well, downloaded Instagram, when I say so, because we didn't have, like, oh, I didn't have a following when I started Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
my whole Instagram page was full of, because that was, I was like, oh my God, look at all these people that look yeah. so good. Yeah. I want to look like them. What do they eat? And th- there were so many like obviously unqualified people mm. that just say, no, I've cut out carbs completely. And that, I yeah. mean, a lot of diets, there's a lot of very, very, very popular yeah. fad diets that have made a lot of money of telling people that carbohydrates yeah. are bad. And they are a part of, should they make up 100% of your diet? No. Because balance is extremely important, right? You need to have a balanced diet of carbohydrates, protein, and fat. However, there is a lot in toxic wellness culture that really demonizes something as simple as bread, yeah. which is a great, convenient way to have a healthy meal, right? Because mm-hmm. you can make a sandwich that's yeah. super easy and convenient. It's yeah. much easier than, you know, making some keto or whatever thing that you want to do. And if anyone follows that, fine. Mm. That's fine. It's it's your choice, whatever works for you. But cutting out carbohydrates mm. is actually extremely restrictive. And it's cutting out any food group. I mean, I was even thinking around sugar. There was this whole mm. stage when sugar was this... And obviously even eating... like from fruit. Exactly. Remember, eating yeah. excessive sugar is mm-hmm. not good. Again, it's honestly, everything is about moderation. Everything Don't is. eat just sugar as your diet. That yeah. is very unhealthy. Don't eat just white Don't bread eat as your diet. just meat. Exactly right. You know? Moderation. moderation. And so with balance. sugar, I remember there was this whole, I mean, a movement of quitting mm. sugar. And while, for example, cutting out soft drink, et cetera, mm. is a good move. Like mm. in terms of our health, it's not good to have a soft drink every single day, right? Because yeah. that's that's not going to, that sugar's not going to give you good energy. Mm. In moderation, absolutely fine. Mm. But I was replacing sugar with all of these chemical shit, mm. sorbitol, malitol, which anyone listening knows, mm. if you've eaten lollies or anything mm. with sorbitol and malitol in it, it's going to make you very gassy. Yeah. <laughs> It is a disaster. They're also all all of those things Extremely end processed. up making your body still crave sugar anyway. Exactly. So right. you'll eat like a bag of lollies of those things and you'll still want the actual bag of lollies exactly that right. might be there that exactly is right. true sugar. Exactly. Yeah. And for me, it was like slowly, it, it took me time to like mm. build up that it was, it sounds so stupid to say this out loud, mm. but it was like building that trust up that yeah. being like, I actually feel fine when I eat this. Nothing's happened. I feel great in my training. Yeah. I feel good. It's way more convenient. Yeah. But it was, it was like this huge fear. I know. From toxic diet culture telling me that carbs are the enemy and they're yeah. not. We need carbs to function. Yeah. I do. I, I want to say I remember this so clearly mm. because, I mean, we've known each other for a decade now and we're talking like eight years ago here when, I, when I'm about to say what I'm about to say. But like, I remember it was a couple of years there where you you literally didn't eat when I, and when we say carbs obviously there's carbs in vegetables and yes, stuff like yes, that yes, we're yes. talking in about ter- like in terms of your um, rice rice or bread. pasta yeah. bread yeah. those basic kind of carbs um which is often what people think of when they think of carbs and they kind of forget that it's in a whole lot of other things too but with those basic carbs or white carbs i do clearly remember we'd go out for breakfast you wouldn't get bread you'd mm. ask for no bread you wouldn't eat rice couldn't eat rice and you would say to me no, I can't eat carbs. They make me tired. Mm. They make me so tired. As soon as I have carbs, I'm tired. And I was thinking, fuck, if I didn't have carbs, I'd be You'd so have no energy, tired. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and and but it was something that you because again, this rule made you believe it was going to do something to you or make you tired or change your appearance because that's where it started. Yeah. It did start totally. with like your appearance. It then like led you to believe these other things, and then it's like you almost told yourself this lie that you then lived by. And as you said, you had to like ease into it mm. with like allowing certain carbs in and everything. And then you realize, okay, it actually doesn't make me as tired. And as you said, it, it's, it's in moderation and yes. working out what works best for your body, of course. But I do remember that time, and it's so interesting. And I think anyone listening, 
regardless of whether you've gone through or followed these rules before, I'm sure you've got friends. Which it's sad to say, but I'm sure you've got friends in your life who you know live by mm. some rules like this. And it's hard to see. Like, it, it's hard to watch someone, I think, be so stuck in those situations. Mm. I mean, even last night for dinner, mm. I had toast... I was very lazy last night. I couldn't even build it. And I thought we had eggs and we didn't. Oh, no. So I just had such a Your sad dinner. In terms of balance, no balance. Because I had um, avocado and tomato on toast. Yeah. And I had two pieces because I think we're also like, mm. two pieces is in quotation marks a serving. And I ate it and I was like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. Mm. And there was a point for a second there that I was like, oh no, but the internet has told me you two, pieces two pieces of bread is a yeah. serving and that's what you should have. Yeah. And any more than that is too much. And I was like... Honest, but I had to catch myself, and that yeah, was last you night, do. right? You do still and I went and had that. three more pieces, and yeah. I was then full because yeah. I was still hungry. Yeah, yeah, and because I hadn't had as big of a lunch, and that's that's okay. And I think that's it. You've come to a stage in your life which not everyone can say. So, like, you should be very proud, but you've come to a stage in your life where these things can still come up, no mm. doubt. But you've learned how to actually listen into your body and your hunger cues more so than that little voice inside mm. that's trying to make you stick by some rule that you used to live by. Like that's the hardest part is trying to listen to your actual true hunger cues or what your body's actually craving as opposed to this other voice in your head that's like telling you that you The need internet to told me that's bad. Yeah. I can't have that. Mm. 100%. We could talk about this for days, truly. Mm. There is just so much wrong in the diet industry yeah. that makes a lot of money mm-hmm. off making us feel like we need to transform the way that we look. And obviously with Kik, everything that we do is about the way that we feel. And so we wanted to ask, hand, I suppose, hand the mic over to you mm. guys. And we would love for you to send in the rules that made the impact on you and, and how you, I suppose, were able to work through that mm. and push that rule into the bin. Mm. That's Because that's what we're doing. We yeah. don't want to keep these rules, like we don't want these rules to control our lives Mm. or for us to feel like we have to live by them. Mm. And so if you do have a story of a rule that did impact you at some time and you've been able to work through that or or just a rule that you just found so frustrating and you're so glad that you've moved past, please send it in. We are going to do a special episode on this next week. If you can send a voice memo to at Kikpod or if you feel more comfortable writing it out and sending it in to our Instagram, that is absolutely fine. Send us a DM. We would love to hear from you. We are loving mm. everything that is coming in from you guys. Mm. It's mainly voice notes or a message. You can't send a lot I was in no. through through an Instagram. But anyway, we are opening our Kik mail, which is our Instagram It is box. not an actual envelope. Yes. It is our IG. And we just want to say thank you so much to mm. everyone for sending... Because I think sometimes we do a segment and I'm like, I want to know what everyone thinks about this. Yeah. And then we never really know. Yeah. So now we know. Now we know. And now we can talk back to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like talking back radio, isn't it? Okay. <clears throat> this first one is from Millie. Hey, girls. Saw your podcast about the poor men out there that get less opportunities than women. And then she did a little snoozing, rolling eye emoji. I wanted to jump on here and tell you a little story about how hard it is, in quotation marks. I am a 26-year-old female that is doing an apprenticeship as a mechanic, automotive, technician, or whatever you would like to call it. I fix cars. I've been in the automotive industry since I left school. Always loved cars, been a petrol head since I was a little girl. And can I tell you, it's bloody hard work to get the approval from not just men, but women as well. I struggle with it on a daily basis. Nobody wants to talk to me because I'm a female 
what would I know about cars? They ring up and hear a woman on the other end and straight away ask to speak to a mechanic. I'm going to be straight up with you. It hurts. It feels like it'll always be like this. Nobody will ever take me seriously because I'm not a male. That sucks. <sighs> Millie, I'm sorry. That is so yeah. shit. Yeah. I think that's the hardest thing. I mean, obviously in the, the corporate world, it is predominantly made up of, I would say, quite equally split between women and, and males. Yeah. However, they're obviously in different roles. But in industries that are extremely male-dominated, like the automotive industry, I feel like being a woman, it would just be so difficult. And Mm. it makes me think of Kate Reid, who is the founder of Loon Bakery. Mm. I highly... And I'm sure, Millie, you're across this, but Kate worked in the Formula One industry for a very long time Mm. and she did a fantastic episode on The Imperfects, an interview. It's actually two parts. It's wonderful and speaks a lot about her experience Mm. and what it was like because it is so male-dominated and what it's like to be a female and having to prove yourself every single time. So I highly recommend, Millie, if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely give it a listen. Uh, It's just such a shitty stereotype because... Honestly, like your interests and what you end up in in your career is completely like dependent on your interests and everything as a child. And there is nothing to say that girls can't like cars growing up. It's the same. It's the same as like you know men getting made to feel that way if they want to get into dance or anything like that. It's just it's horrible. And I can only imagine how often that that would be happening. It's honestly, Millie, Josh would bloody love it if I was a motorhead. I'm just, I was, as I was reading this, I was like, wow, I wish I was into cars because that is all he speaks about with me every single day. Me too. Um, and I'm so like, I envy your interest. I've tuned out. <laughs> I'm not a car person. But I'm so sorry. And I do hope that it isn't forever. Okay, the next one in the mailbox is from Stephanie. This is following up on our unpopular opinion segment that we did the other week. I love this one. Okay, I think I'm going to offend Steph. Eek, sorry. <laughs> but Disney is so overrated. Can you even I read don't this? I want to read this. Cinderella and the princess movies suck. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's unpack this. Disney yes. can't possibly be overrated. It can't. It literally can't. Because it's, I'm it's sorry. It's way too successful. Conglomerate. To be, it's just, it's way too successful for someone to say it's overrated. However, well, isn't the, that princess, the point of an unpopular opinion? No, I, no, I get you it. Usually you have an I opinion against something Look, that's successful. Steph, 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 Steph. <laughs> just listen to me. I understand your dislike on the princess movies. I too have grown out of a lot of them. There Probably is a shitload meant for 12-year-olds slash No, no. It's because they're way back in the day when you needed to require a man to pull you out of a ah, sticky situation. Okay. And that that's all that mattered in life was that a man loved you and kissed you. Oh, Honestly, and like got you from the tower. the yeah, story okay, of every okay. princess movie. However, there are so many Disney movies now that have nothing to do with princesses. Highly recommend watching the, like any Moana. that are probably in Moana. the last 10 years. Moana. Is it Moana or Moana? Moana. Oh, God. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say because I feel like I will cry if I get into it too much more. But okay. you, you can't, you're smiling. You agree with this I comment, don't you? I just don't like cartoon movies very much. Sometimes I watch Disney movies. I do appreciate them. Is Shrek a Disney movie? Shrek is a, um, what's it called? DreamWorks. Oh, I like that. You like DreamWorks. Yeah. Nice. Okay, we have another one. And this one is a voice note in from Sophie. Okay, so I know it's been a couple of weeks since you did this segment, but I thought I had to send it to you. So 
on the unnecessary purchases, my boyfriend has an Australian open towel sitting in our cupboard in plastic wrap from every single year that he's lived in Australia. So that's like 18 Australian open towels that are unused sitting in our cupboard. (laughs) You're going to sell them? Why? I don't know. Is that like, but boys, I see, I would not, I'd like to know where is he from. Do you know what? I think as people, Melbourne, Melbourneans, Melbourneans, Melbourneans that are born in Melbourne, yeah. we take for granted the fact that, that we have the, the fact that we have the Australian Open. Oh, I because think we do, definitely. I never would think about getting a souvenir from there because I'm like, oh, it's just around, you know, just down, <laughs> down the road in Richmond. So I think I don't appreciate the Australian Open yeah. as much yeah. as. Sophie's partner is from, yeah. Because maybe we were born in Melbourne. So for us, it's just, it's just a part of Melbourne yeah. life. I'm sure there's a lot of people that collect. Except towels like are bulky. That. I wonder how big these towels are. Just They're sweat just towels. Sweat. They're little sweat towels. I wonder what he's going to do with them. Maybe display them. Because they're just in the cupboard. Yes. And you know what? Why don't you like use them? They might have been a little bit more valuable if he'd opened the packet and got them signed each year. Well, it's you can't always access the tennis players. <laughs> we also can't go We're back. We're not all you, years, so. Steph. Walk, yeah, true. Now, Excuse what would he do? If he's, I, you I'm have sure. gone to the seats in the front as much as I have. No, at the I'm tennis. talking about you. I feel We're like not all I you, Lauren. Like, I feel like you could just get signatures. No, it's a common thing if you're hanging out the edge and you're like, sign oh, my like, thing. Do you know how hard like, it is to do that though? Yeah. Okay. You're. Completely missing the point. I'm just saying. Okay, I feel well, like that's a challenge for you. I would have got it out of the package and tried to do that for <laughs> each year. Okay, that's anyway. <laughs> but thank you guys for sending in your questions again. If you ever want to get involved with the podcast, at Kickpod on Instagram. What is it time for? Special share. I just really got into that. Oh, I was going to say, I know everyone listening can't see what Steph just did, but she really had a moment with just that danced along to our song that Mandy put together. <laughs> so I've got a funny one this week. I want to start with it because it's not a proper one and I apologise, but oh. I just have to say it because it's just grinding my, not grinding my ears. So how is it a special it, share? It's not. It's just a part of this Just something you want to say. Because I feel like it's a preempt of something that will be a special share of yours and I have to share the conversation we had on it. What? As my special share. What? <laughs> okay, so the Barbie movie is coming out. Oh, yes, yes, yes. With Margot Robbie and who's the other guy? Ryan, Re- Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. No. Ryan, no, it's an no, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I like Ryan Reynolds better than Ryan Gosling. Not that it's about okay. that. Anyway. Jeez. <laughs> Compare the pair. In terms of acting. Anyway, so I said to you, have you watched the Barbie trailer? Because at the time we are recording, we haven't, it hasn't come out. We're no, still, it's no. still trailer mode. Yeah. You said, yeah. And I said, what do you think? And you said, yeah, looks you were really, really good. testing me. Looks really good. And I, no, because I just, I feel like someone needs to help me understand this. And I don't know why you're so confused by it. Looks, I watched the trailer and I just felt like I was watching an ad to buy a Barbie. Laura, it it's doesn't about I'm like, Barbie it looks like an ad. It's a plastic doll. Like, yeah, what, I know. I it's this, it's this but perfect I just, <laughs> plastic life. That's the whole thing of it Barbies. Looks, like the most boring thing I've ever seen. It'll be like 100%. It'll be like a comedy. It'll be a shit take on, on Barbie. That's what it'll be. But it's like, that's what well, it, I hope it is. Well, it's a comedy it because I couldn't really see that in the ad. But what were you expecting from the movie Barbie? Like some well, I don't know why they made it. It's going to be Barbie boring. And Ken. No, it's not going to be boring. But I don't know. It's also I... like, it's not going to be The Notebook. 
Yeah. With but, Ryan Gosling. Uh, true, true. That's a good movie. I yeah. did love him in that movie. Yeah. I just, I don't know why they made it. Oh, well, I'm you're saying. right. This is a very random special share from you because <laughs> neither of us have watched it. Mandy's putting her hand up. Can I make a prediction? Yeah. I have a feeling that the movie will come out, Laws, you'll watch it. Well, I like right? it. And there'll be some like deep, meaningful message yeah, behind it. And then Laws will come in and she'll go, I know that I had this as an anti-special share, but now I want to recommend it. Well, I hope that's my prediction. There is, because I hope Barbie, I'm not disappointed by it. Barbie has had very problematic things in the past. Yeah, I they've hope. also done a lot of good though yes, in the last they decade. Have. They've they really have. changed. They have. I agree. I just had to get that off my chest. Okay. Mine's kind of random too. You but are, is it a flashback? It's a flashback. If we can ask without nostalgic special shares. Um, no, this is something that we started to watch, which I've continued to watch since we started to watch it. When we came back from a work trip on a plane, we randomly decided, because I saw it was on Disney+, Plus to watch Desperate you saw Housewives. It came up and it was, um, right. it was Eva Longoria yes, and in was, a shopping mall. Yes. And it was she was a scene buying stuff, it. a scene. And I was like, what is this from? Yeah, and I was but like, I watched Desperate the full thing. And yeah. it, it came up on both of our feet. Yeah. And then you were like, we should watch it. And I was like, Steph, stop yeah. trying to convince me to watch this. And then I loved it. It was just And like, it was great. And I felt bad that I said that. It's so, it's such a throwback because when Desperate Housewives was on the TV, especially like the first season. Oh, I wasn't allowed we to watch it. We were so young. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. And we, <laughs> you weren't allowed to watch much. Anything, yeah. <laughs> but like... We were so young and so a lot of the, I suppose, the humour in it, we wouldn't have understood. Was it on channel? It was on channel 7 or something. I think it was so, like 8.30. Or on, yeah. yeah. It, was, it wasn't, obviously we didn't have Netflix. No. We oh, no. No. But it was on our. It was on free to air. It wasn't free to air I mean, TV. I'm sure it was probably on Foxtel too. I don't know. Week. I didn't have Foxtel. But it's, um, anyway, as an adult watching it back, it's quite funny. It really takes the piss on, you know, like this like perfect life of these housewives and it's quite entertaining and funny. And I also just find looking at the fashion as a throwback hilarious. Oh my God, their jeans. Yes, are, their jeans are so low. It's actually problematic. How it's low not they even are. like <laughs> the low rise jeans that are out now. It's like the low rise jeans that had like rhinestones down the side and like the tiniest like two centimeter zip. Or even one centimeter. Or even one but centimeter. Really and then like paired with one of those like silk singlets that wrapped around and had a brooch stuck <laughs> in, in the, the middle, middle, you know? <laughs> With a V-neck. Yes. V-necks are very popular. Um, anyway, it's just, I've really enjoyed it and I'm going to keep watching it. I think it's going to be, which I often do, I often find like an old show like that, you know, for a while it was Vampire Diaries or Friends. I often find an old show like that that it's not necessarily the thing that I like go home and look forward to catching up on. Like if you're, I don't know, into Yellowstone or something like that that's coming out. It's like, you know what? I'm going to put Desperate Housewives on while I do some tinker or do something else because it's really like, it's really entertaining and nostalgic in any way. If you haven't watched it in a very, very long time or kind of forgot it existed and you think that maybe, actually, I think I would enjoy that. I highly recommend going and watching it on Disney+. Plus. Good one. Yeah, that's Thank it. Thank you. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. You can find us if you want more of Kick at kickapp.com. You can download our app on the App Store or Google Play or the Apple Store and socials yes you can find us on instagram tiktok in the podcast you're probably like oh no at kickpod on instagram and we'll catch you on wednesday with another episode bye bye